0: On today's episode of Life with Hula, I share with you a throwback Thursday that really touched my heart and actually uh, I feel like is my life story. I also have some news you need to know about, including White Castle launching a birthday cake on a stick. And let's just hope I get through the day's podcast because... I did something today, and I am not feeling good right now. All this and more coming up on Life with Hula, the podcast, starting right now. Welcome back to another episode of Life with Hula, the podcast. My name is Hula, and you've made it to my podcast. I am a dad living in San Diego, raising his family, two beautiful little girls, and my beautiful wife. And we're just trying to get through 2021, really, seriously trying to get through this year. And I share with you stories about my life from the past, um, what's currently going on. And it's just in hopes uh, that you can relate, or also if. You know, that, to show you that you're not alone. And so if you're a new listener to the show, thank you so much for tuning in. You can follow the podcast and subscribe and review it and rate it by going to any podcast platform you listen to podcasts from. You can find it on Spotify, Apple Music, um, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, uh, Podbean, Podchaser, all of those different types of podcast platforms, and search for Life with Hula. You can also vote for this podcast, and I would love for you to do that. If you could, podcastmagazine.com slash hot 50. That's podcastmagazine.com slash hot 50. Vote every day, even when my podcast isn't airing, <laughs> and uh, keep me in the top 50. You can also follow me at facebook.com slash life with hula. I always post extra things that are on that Facebook page. And I would love for you to follow the, the podcast there. And um, yeah, those are there's a couple of ways you can reach out to me. You can also email me, lifewithhula at gmail.com. So it may seem that I'm kind of not myself today. Um, for those that know, I do record the podcast ahead of time. So by the time you're listening to this, it is Thursday morning. And it is episode three of season 10 of Life with Hula, Thursday morning. However, I do record this ahead of time. So I'm, I'll am i be honest with you. I'm recording this uh, podcast as we speak. It's Wednesday. And I did something on Wednesday that is causing me to feel, feel kind of something. Um, I got my second dose of the vaccine. If you heard my podcast yesterday, you already know. I talked about it a little bit. But I got the second dose of um, – My COVID vaccination, Uh, I did Pfizer, in case you were wondering, and so I'm done. I'm done. I'm fully vaccinated, or fully vaxxed is what they say. The thing is, is I know I still can get the virus right now. I know it takes a while to process through. I'm still working from home. I don't go out very much this weekend. I'm not really planning to go out. Um, As a matter of fact, um, technically, from when I recorded this podcast, it's now about three hours later from when I got my shot. And let me just tell you, um, first of all, let's just start with the shot itself. I had it uh, Wednesday afternoon, I left my work early, and I ended up uh, going to the vaccination place that I had gotten my first one at here in Escondido where I live, northern San Diego. And as I went up there to uh, get the vaccination, I drove up and I saw, you know, it's the same layout as it was before. It's kind of like the parking lot's turned into an obstacle course and they kind of have you go a certain way. Well, this time around, as I pull up, they said, are you Pfizer or Moderna? And I said, I'm taking my second uh, vaccination of my Pfizer. I show her my QR code and she's like, all right, great. You're going to follow to the right. So I start following to the right. And as I'm trying to navigate this obstacle course, I realize I look over to my passenger seat and I immediately get that horrible feeling like i forgot something and i open my eyes and i kind of stop to the next person who gets to me and greets me and i said, "Oh my goodness. I am so sorry, but i forgot my vaccination card." So when you get vaccinated, if you do the two-dose vaccination, you take your first dose and then you go you wait 3 weeks and then you get your second dose. Well, You're supposed to bring your vaccination card back with you. I failed to do that. And so I'm feeling horrible. I'm like, oh, no, do I need to get out of this obstacle course and head back home and pick up my card? And the woman said, you know what? No, just head over and let them know at the front. And, you know, when you get checked in and you'll be fine. I said, okay, great. Still have that horrible feeling like, man, I can't believe I literally just had the card in my hand. And I must have put it down in, in my kitchen and walked away. Well, as I get to the front entrance, they check me in, and it's funny because I had, even though everybody's wearing masks, the woman who checks me in, granted this is now three weeks later because my first dose was on St. Patrick's Day, I said, oh my gosh, you look very familiar to me. I think you're the woman that helped me out the last time, and she started laughing. She's like, oh wow, you know. I go, it's probably easier for me to remember because you're one person that I you know, see here where you see hundreds of people every day well lo and behold she sees my legal first name and she's like oh yes i remember you because i could barely say your name and i started laughing so she remembered me and i said oh my god i'm so sorry but i completely forgot my first vaccination card i it, it, I, I was ready to bring it must have put it down in my kitchen walked away she goes you know what I said, do I need to leave the line and go get it? She goes, no, 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 no. She goes, just let them know when you get your shot, and they'll create a new one for you. And she goes, that's pretty – I I might be making things up, but that's what they'll do for you. And I was like, all right. Well, you know, it was a drive-by shooting that I got, so to speak. Um, The shot um, is up here in Northern California – or Northern California, Northern San Diego. It's in a hospital, but you go through the parking structure, and there's an area – What almost looks like a construction zone, and they park you and then um, it's lit. Um, There's like little fancy lights. And so, you know, we get to the place where they're going to give us our shot to administer it. The woman comes up, and by the way, thank you to all the medical students that are assisting and helping out. I know um, you get volunteer hours for it because that's what I uh, remember from the last time that I got the shot. And um, so the woman comes up and I said, I am so sorry, I forgot my vaccination. She goes, my vaccination card and she says is this your first or second dose and i said this is my second dose of pfizer so she grabs me she goes you know what that's okay Uh, she grabs me a vaccination card for the first doses so it's already filled out she scratches the first part out and then she puts in my vaccination for the second shot and so she goes you know what you're gonna have to carry both cards around now um, am together so it shows that you got your first and second shot. And so great. Now I have two vaccination cards. So yes, I'm that guy who forgot my vaccination cards. And now I get two, which is fine. It's not like I'm carrying my vaccination card everywhere. But if, you know, we are planning a Disney cruise next year. And if you have to be vaccinated, I have to show both of my cards to show that I have both. Um... Because that's me. I'm the guy who forgot it. But you know what? It was cool because we went back again. There's probably like 10, 15 cars lined up. We turn off our engines. The shots were real quick. The coolest part about this time around was there was a truck next to me. And I don't think the guy's listening to this podcast. But if you are, sir, you're amazing. Because he had this big lifted truck. And he starts playing music, which was perfect. Because you're going into this dark parking structure. Like I said, they had some... Uh, like, uh, those, uh, fancy, I don't want to say staging lights, but you know, the patio lights that you have strung along the parking structure to make it brighter. But this guy just added atmosphere to the whole thing. We're getting shots. He, you know, we have to pump our fists in the air to, you know, make sure that the shot goes and you're not going to get, uh, what is it called? Uh, you're not going to get, you don't want your, arm to get sore so you have to move your arm around and so I'm doing that I'm fist pumping and he's playing metal music which was rad I don't listen to metal music but it was just like ( enthusias) and he was like air guitaring with his fingers with his uh left hand he was where he got his shot his left arm he was doing a like air guitar and like strumming along it was funny and it entertained me you have to sit for 15 minutes after you get your shots and he fully entertained me the whole time he was rocking out. I was like giving him the devil horns like, yeah, are you ready to rock? It was fine. Um, everybody, even like the medical students and the nurses and, you know, people that were there were like loving him and saying thank you for playing the music. He just added to it. So, sir, if and I'm glad you were right next to me, sir. And he turned to me and he kind of gave me that smile and I gave him a smile back. And I said, dude, if you are listening, you made it a lot more enjoyable. You made the time go by fast. There needs to be more of you. There needs to be music playing, honestly. There needs to be music playing uh, while we get our shots because it was fun and it made the time go fast. And then after that, I left. It was cool. So I'm fully vaxxed. Um, Right now, three hours, four hours later after the shot, how am I feeling? I kind of have a headache. I'm kind of headache, kind of a mild headache. They told me that this strong, this is going to be stronger, so it is what it is. Um, I am not nauseous yet, but, you know, supposedly in the next 6 to 12 hours, that's going to be the telltale sign. So tomorrow – or no, wait. I guess technically when I wake up in the morning here, um, which, again, by the time you're listening to, I'll probably be awake. We'll find out if I'm even going to go to work t- today. We'll find out. Um, I'm hoping I can muster the, you know enough to, to go to work. We'll see what happens, like I said. Um, we'll just see what happens. So that was my adventure. Uh, get yourself vaccinated if you can. I know it's hard. I know it's frustrating with the fact that it's hard to get um, appointments, but try your best. keep your head up. you're gonna do it. Get yourself fully vaccinated if you get the opportunity to. And that was my adventure of getting vaccinated. Now it's time for some stories I think you need to know about. Sorry if I start sniffling. I know it's in your brain. A lot of times I think that kind of thing happens, but, man, I hope it's not from the vaccination. I, I, You know, I'm I'm good. I'm good. (laughs) So it looks like Las Vegas hotels are starting to reopen up again, and more entertainment is making its way back as we start to open up. If you haven't heard the news, California looks like uh, we're going to – uh, not have the tier system anymore starting mid-June, so we'll be able to reopen up California again. But it uh, looks like Vegas, um, they did recently open Virgin Hotels Las Vegas, not only with the gaming floor, restaurants, and hotel, but they have also opened up unique assortment of costume characters, musicians, painters, and um, that are ready to show put a show on for the visitors. The scene at the resort casino property located at the former Hard Rock Hotel and Casino off the Strip is what might happen if Burning Man met the New York City subway and all of its performers, according to Richard Bosworth. Known as Boz. it's a sample of the resort's approach to entertainment, but the full menu is coming soon. So he is the owner of JC Hospitality, and there's a lot more to open up, uh, including a two-story day club filled with dance music, an event lawn, and the Complex's theater will host big-name acts, And thousands of fans. But Virgin Hotel Las Vegas is like lots of other properties throughout the city, and it's waiting for restrictions to ease before cranking up the entertainment. Um, Right now, entertainment venues in Nevada are allowed to have gatherings up to 250 people or 50% capacity, whichever is less, as the guidance given by the state March 15th. They have uh, to submit their plans for approval through Nevada's Department of Business and Industry, according to Las Vegas Convention and Visitors Authority. So it looks like the Atomic Sal- uh, Saloon Show, uh, described in a news release as a raunchy romp through the wild, wild west, will return to the Venetian May 5th for the first time It is uh, since it was paused last year. It features acrobatic stunts and comedy from a cast dressed as cowboys, showgirls, nuns, and lawnmen. Uh, Magic Mike Live will head to the Strip and debut inside the new Magic Mike Theater at Sahara, Las Vegas. Starting on August 27th, the venue will feature a cocktail lounge and a poolside VIP meet and greet experience. And uh, you can uh, also see comedians, magicians, and review shows uh, reemerging as well. And those, you know, they'll label it everywhere. You'll see it all over the place, but you can go check that out in Las Vegas if you're ready to go see all of that stuff. It's all coming back. We're coming back to normal, so to speak. I hope it's coming soon. Fingers crossed. (laughs) The next thing you need to know about is White Castle is launching birthday cake on a stick dessert. Oh, wow. It's uh, something they're doing for their 100th birthday, uh, which started on March 10th. And this month, the Fast Food Innovator unveils a few crave-worthy items. One is a nod to its iconic history and the other celebrating its future. So the White Castle is going to be uh, sending out or going to be giving a 10 sack of sliders, which is available at any time, morning, noon, or night, in homage to those beginnings of when it first started. For a limited time, customers can purchase the original 10 sack with 10 steamy original sliders for just $5.99. Customers can also upgrade their order to the share a meal, number seven, a perfect party for two or more complex with 10 original sliders, two small fries, two small soft drinks for a limited time. The 10 sack offers cover cravers uh, for the meal, but often dessert is essential so you're gonna see on april 18th white castle castle is gonna begin offering its new sweet edition birthday cake on a stick it is joining the lineup of dessert favorites including fudge dipped cheese stick on a stick fudge dipped brownie on a stick and gooey butter cake on a stick the birthday cake variation features a vanilla cake base with white frosting topped with blue white and white and orange sprinkles the limited dessert offering is parent is perfect for the um, hundredth years of craving. So get ready for this delicious birthday cake. on Everything on a stick. I mean, it tastes better on a stick, right? Everything tastes better on a stick. And lastly, it looks like Baskin Robbins, speaking of ice creams and desserts, has a new spicy drink and it's totally vegan. So it's called a mangonada. It is totally vegan. Uh, the Baskin-Robbins chain, it says it's a tribute to iconic Mex- uh, to the iconic Mexican beverage called the Chamango. And it's made of spicy Mexican fruit, cond- uh, condiment, chamoy, and thick mango puree. The mangonada is finished with a dusting of tajin, Clásico seasoning, a signature Mexican spice that blends a uh, combination of chili peppers, lime, and sea salt. So its uh, brand is rooted in Mexican and in flavor innovation, and the team is constantly looking for ways to bring bold, exciting new flavors to their guests. And so this is the Nada. It's available in three sizes um, at Baskin-Robbins stores. And you can go check it out through, um, it's gonna be, what is it? April 12th and a- April 18th. Oh, they'll be on DoorDash, by the way. Um, It is, yeah, something you can go check out, the Mangonada it's coming to a Baskin-Robbins near you. Sorry guys, my brain is just like, Ugh. Like I said, I'm just kind of, kind of getting through the motions right now. Um, sorry, my nose is just starting to run all of a sudden. I think it's a brain thing. I think I'm just gonna stop thinking about it right now. All right, um, we're gonna move on to Throwback Thursday. It is Throwback Thursday. And I was looking through my Facebook and I saw something really cool that I remembered doing and it was something that was honored to be a part of so for those of you that know I've been in the radio business uh for over 19 years I've talked about it way too many times and during the course of my career I would MC various events whether it being a cultural fair or a talent show or um, what else was there? You know, just, just random events here and there. <laughs> Excuse me. But the biggest thing that I remember doing was emceeing a lot of pageants, especially in the Filipino community. And, you know, that's a big thing. So as I'm doing these pageants, there was a girl who was one of those girls who was more of a tomboy, and she – got an opportunity to be a part of the pageant and she didn't I don't know she didn't win but she had an amazing experience being a part of the pageant and so she had reached out to me one day and she's like hey I have to write this paper and I want to talk about how you had gotten into the emceeing of pageants (laughs) because it was part of her story of being in this pageant So I interviewed her for this uh, paper she was writing. Well, come to find out, like I think it was a year later, she messages me and she says, hey, how's it going? I just want to let you know again, thank you so much for letting me interview you last year. It was great. Got a good grade on my paper. I just wanted to let you know that I've actually turned that story into a play starring you. So there was this really cool play that was created of my life being an MC at a beauty pageant and using jokes that I had used in the pageant. It was such a really cool thing that she did. And I was like, this is awesome. And the funny part is she actually invited me because these actors, um, they did short stories and, and there's a bunch of different short stories from different uh, Asian Um, writers and you know a lot of Asian actors appeared and one of the stories was my story of me being an MC at a pageant and I had a guy play me isn't that crazy there was one of the actors that played me hula and I got invited to go out to watch it and it was such a cool experience to watch me watch somebody play me in a story about my life it was so surreal it was so creepy to have somebody literally be like hi my name is hula and welcome to this pageant like it was so i mean it was beyond surreal but it was cool and i just it was a it's a really fun memory that i have you know i've done a lot of crazy amazing things um, being in the radio business um you know and and that was just one of the things is somebody being there to write a story about my a portion of my life and then portray it in a play so yeah a part of my life isn't a play a part of my life was a play i mean i always say that you know i should be on stage but just it's crazy to see part of my life on stage it was it was a cool moment and i will forever treasure it, it the, i remember the troupe or the actual um, play itself, the whole the whole thing with all these other short stories was called Halo Halo, which is it means mix mix uh, in Tagalog, uh, Filipino language, and it it's just a mixture. It's a dessert that has a mixture of like <laughs> beans and fruit and ice. And there's different layers, and that's kind of what this uh, this play was about, is different layers, different stories of Asian Americans. Um, and one of my stories is featured there. So, uh, you know, it was cool. If you, yeah, just a, a memory that I'll, I'll always treasure. I was gonna say, if you ever get the chance to have somebody tell your story, like, like how does that, like does that happen to a lot of people? Is that a thing? It happened to me. So, yeah, that was a thing for me. And that's a a a little throwback Thursday story for you. All right, y'all. I'm going to go rest up. I'm going to, you know, get over whatever this drainage is happening in my system. And pray that uh, I get through the day. (laughs) Thank you so much for tuning in to Life with Hula, the podcast. Uh, Feel free to follow me on social media, Hula, S-D-H-U-L-A-S-D, on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, Twitter. Uh, I'm also on Clapper and Clubhouse hula sd you can vote for my podcast podcastmagazine.com slash hot 50 podcastmagazine.com slash hot 50 and uh be sure to email me if you ever get a chance uh live with hula gmail.com you can also listen to my other podcast that i am a part of i am a part of um uh asian voices radio podcast uh, it's my podcast we just aired a podcast for uh, called the Asian Hustle Network, and it's about an organization up in San Francisco where you can be part of the community, and it's a way for you to uh, reach out to other local – or not local, but other entrepreneurs. You don't have to be Asian to be a part of it, but the organization is called Asian uh, Hustle Network. You can go check them out. Um, and you can also listen to my podcast, Leader of the Club. And it's about Disney, everything Disney. So go check out those podcasts. You guys are amazing. Wish me luck. I hope I don't get too too sick. Um, have yourself an amazing day, and I will catch you all tomorrow. Knock on wood. I do. <laughs> we'll see ya. Bye.